Hey there, welcome to Just Begin, the podcast where we explore what it's like to navigate life as a 20-something. I'm your host, Melly Diaz. On this podcast, we dive deep into a wide range of topics from mental health to hustle culture, relationships to wellness. No topic is off limits, and I'm not afraid to get real and vulnerable. Together, we'll explore what it means to just begin to take that first step even when you don't know where to start. So if you're ready to join me on this journey of self-discovery, then stick around and let's just begin. Hello, welcome or welcome back to the Just Begin podcast. My name is Melly, and thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Funny enough, I'm actually recording this now on Wednesday when this episode is supposed to air. But my gosh, so many things have been going on personally and work-wise that I just have been a little overwhelmed and just haven't had a moment to sit down and record this intro for you all. And yeah, it's just been a lot, but all is well. Everything's going to be okay. And again, thanks for your patience with me and um, keeping up with this like weird schedule that's been going on for the podcast. But I did share on the Instagram story what you guys think. Should I like um, release this episode we're listening to it now on thursday morning or release it like overnight on wednesday and a lot of you i got a lot of responses saying like just drop it tomorrow it's okay so you're listening to it now and so without further ado let me introduce you to today's guest her name is natalia otaloda and she is amazing she's an artist creator and entrepreneur and this conversation was so much fun and i feel like me and her have a lot of things in common in the sense of the way that we think and how we navigated our career lives and our personal lives so i really connected with her in this conversation and i really hope you guys enjoy it it's all about embracing change and if you are in a certain career path or a certain job that you do not like anymore and want to make a change this is the episode for you because we get into all things career changes and all that stuff so without further ado let's welcome natalia to the podcast hi natalia nice to have you on the just begin podcast it's we've been playing back and forth like email tag so it's really nice to have you finally on here and i know it's a lot it's been my fault trying to get this scheduled but i'm happy we're doing this and the day is here Yes, yes, I'm happy. I know that's just life. I'm the same way. Like when things kind of like go crazy, but that's why it's good to be flexible. Yes, and I appreciate it. And I, I know you're a podcast podcast host as well, so you know the way how this works and the scheduling and everything. So I know that you understand. But, yeah. Um, yes. So before we get into everything and all my questions, I wanted to like kind of share a bit with the audience how you had reached out to me through DM on Instagram and you wrote this really beautiful message. And I remember reading, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so sweet. And how 
you kind of shared a little bit of your story and how you shifted gears a bit from your first company to what you're doing now. So which really aligns with the just begin message. And because I also had a similar like situation where I had a company that I really enjoyed and then I realized this isn't for me and then I switched over. So to get into it, can you take me back to the beginning and kind of share a bit of your journey of growing your first company? Yeah, absolutely. Um, first of all, well, I'm glad that you received the message that I sent you like that. Um, it's always tricky sending messages to kind of like, you know, introduce yourself. That's, I think that that's like one of the hardest things. Like if you could give me two hours of your time, I could talk and like we'll become friends and whatnot. But like putting everything in like one small paragraph it's hard so I'm glad that you received it that way um yeah so I initially just uh, resonated with your podcast just by the name right because like it is it has been my motto basically just begin just like just begin has been my motto since I, I since I moved here I'm from Colombia and I moved here right after I graduated from high school. So I graduated when I was 16 and, um, and I graduated in Colombia and I moved here. And ever since it has been kind of like my motto, just like everything was new. Um, you know, I didn't know anything, new systems, new structures, new everything, right? Like laws, everything. Mm -hmm. um, but I went to school for product design. I graduated uh, as a product designer. I had a job as a toy designer and creative director for like three to four years. And then I was like, well, I'm bored. Um, I'm, all, I'm someone that always likes learning and just kind of like being challenged in a way that really keeps me going. Um, so during the time, like it was like a year before I actually uh, stopped working for the toy company, I took a calligraphy class and I it was, I've, I've always been very like um, aesthetically inclined, you know, like I love design I love creativity. Um, so it was kind of like a natural thing to me, for me to do, like take a calligraphy class. I didn't think much of it. It was an online class. And then I just started doodling a lot. Like the whole time while I was in my toy uh, job, I was I was doodling the whole time. I was bored. So I knew how to do everything with like maybe like half the time that it used to take me the first two years. So I had a lot of free time. Um, so I would doodle and I would do, you know, lettering and all of that. And when I realized that it was time for me to like move on from that job because I was starting to hate everything and like you know, when you're getting to that point that everything is wrong and you're just kind of like blaming everything on everyone around you. But then it gets to a point that you're like, well, maybe I'm just not in the right place. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, a lot of things uh, are within that story, many layers. I had, a, I had a work visa. I didn't, I couldn't really just quit like that. So many layers to that story. But um, all of this to say that, calligraphy was actually my kind of like my vessel to get out of that job yeah. uh, I started writing and doing customized things like simple things like even this most disposable plates uh, I would write on stuff like that and I opened an Etsy shop um, so I started selling like personalized items like that 
because I didn't really have any savings. I didn't have anything to start a company. So it was the easiest thing for me to just go to the dollar store and literally buy like balloons and things like that. And my service was actually uh, personalizing each one of those things. And then I would sell everything, you know, to the customer. And from that, people started asking me if I did wedding invitations because my focus was lettering, right? And calligraphy. And I was like, oh, why not? Like, I, I mean, at the time I was just trying to figure it out and trying to make money really to survive. So I was like, sure, I'll do it. Um, And at the same time, there was a shop here in Miami with wood letterpress. Um, so... So at the same time as I was opening that Etsy shop and selling stuff, uh, there was a store that opened here in Wynwood, Wynwood Letterpress, and they they were a stationary store. That was when Wynwood first started kind of like bloom. Um, and at the time, I had just gotten married, and I have I was gonna print my announcements because we didn't we had a very small wedding. So what we did was. Uh, we sent announcements after the fact, right? Usually you do it before, but we did it after the fact. Um, and we went to that store to Winwood Letterpress to see if they provided printing services. And I met the owner. Um, at the time, those printing services were completely out of my budget. But my mother-in-law, she was like, let's do it. I mean, I'll pay for it. I think this is a good connection for you to have like she's a stationary store you're doing lettering you're doing calligraphy and well she was 100% correct because from that relationship um when she received the design for our announcements she asked who had done the calligraphy and I was like it was me um and she was like do you want to teach here and I was like uh sure I mean I said yes, because again, it was that season of my life where I was like, yes, yes, yes to everything and kind of like figuring it out. Uh, and then from that, I just like, I started teaching classes there, workshops. And then not only I was teaching there, I was teaching in a, at another venue. And all of that kind of like just grew into me designing wedding invitations. Then I got a machine that I had here in my house, in my kitchen. And I was printing wedding invitations. And then within like two years, I was like, this is getting out of control. I had one of my, like my second room in my house was my office and we just couldn't, couldn't fit anymore. I hired someone, she was coming here and working from, from my house. Um, we had, you know, half of the company was in the kitchen because every, all the production was happening there. So I think it was uh, two years after I had started the company, I was like, okay, it's time to find a studio. Then I moved to a new studio. We were there for two years. I was able to hire, uh, at some point we, it was four of us. Um, and then in 2019, towards the end of 2019, I started to feel that familiar feeling again of like, I don't know, I'm getting bored. I'm doing the same and I had already experienced that right in my other job so in my thinking at the at the time like from what I knew I was like well maybe I have an issue you know like it cannot be that not with this that I build myself like I'm feeling the same way maybe I have a problem maybe I just have to completely commit to it 
but it was definitely a point in my life where I saw the two options, like completely reinventing myself again or pushing even more towards what I was doing. And I kind of decided to do both. <laughs> so I decided to invest in new machines and move to a new studio, way bigger studio machines that I didn't know how to use, but I would figure it out. Because again, in my thinking, I was like, well, I'm bored, right? So maybe if I add a challenge here, um, maybe that's the answer. But at the same time, I definitely was feeling this pull to connect to people at a different level. And I started a podcast. Um, and at the time, because what we did in my studio was so loud because it was printing, it was paper, it was like, a, it was a lot of movement. I couldn't uh, record the podcasts in that studio. And I was not going to do it at home because it was actually interviewing people, right? It was not solo episodes. It was, it was with guests. Mm -hmm. So I started a podcast at a co-working space and I think I recorded like maybe six episodes. I loved it. I loved connecting with people. I loved what we, what we were talking about. The name of the podcast was Humble Minds. And the the meaning behind the the name was basically just like being open to learn about anything and everything. But funny, funny enough, I was mainly interviewing people that had created their business and the, the focus was like, how did you start? So it's interesting that I'm talking here in your podcast, which has like a very similar, you know, um, meaning or approach. And so it was time to move to my new studio, um, you know, to tackle this new season that I decided to create for myself, new machines, new space, new everything. I had all of these dreams for it. We were moving the first week of March, the same week we went to quarantine. So everything changed. Everything changed. Uh, first of all, the first thing that closed down was the co-working studio where I was recording the podcasts. So that kind of like forced me to stop it. I mean, looking back, I could have done what we're doing right now, right? Like just Zoom and whatnot. But one, I think that we, it's crazy to think that two or three years ago, we didn't really have that culture of just like, oh, let's jump on a Zoom call, right? Um, but it didn't really occur to me. But mainly it was because I was moving to this new place that I needed to completely you know, re not remodel, but make it my own. I needed to learn this new presses. I needed to just basically set up a new company. I mean, of course I had, you know, the basis of everything we had been doing, um, but it was just this whole new project. And now I was by myself. I went from having four people or three people with me and I was by myself trying to make everything happen. I mean, most of our projects got, um, canceled or they were on hold so it was like a whole new you know thing to navigate um fast forward to 2021 where when everyone everyone and their mother wanted to get married <laughs> and at that point all of our clients that had postponed and that had canceled their weddings they wanted to get married again and they had already paid the deposit with us, right? So I couldn't really tell them no yeah. because they had already paid the deposit two years before or a year before. 
And I was like, well, I, I we have to say yes. What happened though was that all of our processes and our timelines just went out the window. Like we had no control over those timelines. And in the wedding industry, that is very important. Um, you know, we needed to make sure that we had at least six to eight months in advance before the client wanted to send the invitations out. Um, and we were we were doing this now. They wanted it in like a month or two months. And I'm telling you, everyone wanted it at the same time. Plus, we needed new clients because we had already spent the money from our other clients, right? Because it was a year. It was just it was just a lot. So at the end of 2021, I just started to feel like I I cannot handle this anymore. It was a mix of burnout plus sadness in a way that I knew I had started the other podcast for a reason. Like I had felt that pull to do something different. Um, so that really just stayed in my head the whole time but I almost felt like I had no choice because I had to be responsible with my clients and what I had already signed ourselves up for mm-hmm. so it was kind of like feeling trapped and I created it for myself right so I'm still dealing with that a little bit of like I'm taking everything a little more like with more cautious, which which I feel like it's not doing a lot of good stuff because it, it, it it's almost like I have a little bit of uh, PTSD because I'm like, am I going to trap myself again, you know, in this place where I am not going to be able to get out? So anyways, in 2022, in March 2022, I went to a retreat and... I don't know what happened in that retreat. I mean, as usual, all of the energies move and many things happen and you finally integrate a lot of things that you have been dealing with on a daily basis when you give yourself time to rest and to really listen to your body, to listen to all of the wisdom that really flows within you. And it was a three-week retreat. And when we came home, I told my husband, I don't want to do wedding invitations anymore. I'm saying no. I'm saying no. And he was like, okay, well, he was not surprised because he had noticed that I was just miserable the whole time. Um, But he was like, I didn't expect that. The hardest part was being able to say no at a point in my business that was the most successful, right? Like sales-wise, client-wise, like everything, like our issue was basically that we couldn't handle more more clients at a certain point, right? And and looking back, like, sure, I could have done things different, structured different, like hire someone, blah, blah, blah. But I think it was because I felt like I didn't really have it in me to push more because, sure, I could have grown more, hired more people and so on. But I feel like in me, I knew it, that I didn't have it. So my options were like, I, I need to stop completely or just push again or push even more because if I keep going at this pace, again, I had moved to a bigger studio, so I had a different overhead, like just so many things, right? So in March 2022, I decided to say no, no more to weddings. Uh, it was a big change for me, of course. I had been doing that for six years at that point, and the way the company grew was very specific, like it was really thanks to Instagram that it grew. Um, 
we I joined Instagram at the time where like all of this creativity was really being admired and appreciated. So my company really grew from social media. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really hard to let go of that part. And I'm still just going through all of that. Um, but then all of that takes me to today, a year, more than a year. Wow, it's crazy to think about this. But it's more, it's over a year since I said no to weddings. Um, and ever since I focused on just keep creating products, stationary products. Um, and two weeks ago, I decided that I want to completely stop that too. Because it is taking my energy from what I really know I want to go towards, right? Which takes me to the this thing that I'm starting with, that is beginning. Um, so basically, when I stopped all of this, um, to, uh, when I said no to weddings, when I realized that this is a cycle has been closed, basically, with this specific thing in my life and, and the job, the work that I was doing, I realized that what had kept me semi-balanced and healthy mentally, emotionally, um, physically was my spiritual practice. Mm. So it was my meditation. It was my journaling. It was all of those practices and tools that help us stay connected with ourselves um, that I feel not only they, those practices kept me afloat during really difficult times, like trying to grow the business during COVID, everything that happened after. Um, but also I realized that it is truly what gives me like passion, you know, like I really enjoy that. It comes easy to me. And a lot of times when things comes come easy to us, we don't think that that could be our gift, right? Because, because again, it, it's, it comes so easy to us that we don't think that could make a difference in other people's life, in, in people's life, right? So it has been a process for me to realize like, okay, well, maybe I have a gift in this, in this side of things, right? Maybe it's my spiritual practice. Maybe it's the way that I, I get to see the world through these practices that has allowed me to start something, build it, go through all of the learning lessons, all of the levels that that brings to a point where I can recognize that cycle ended, right? And another one needs to start because I feel like a lot of, I mean, I struggled with this too. It, the fact that I had that spiritual practice and that this, um, this understanding of how we could possibly do things to make them easier for us to, you know, for the, for the journey to be a little bit more pleasant and not so stressful and to truly see the lessons. The fact that I see that and I understand it doesn't, doesn't make it easier when, when you experience it. Right. So it was very hard. It has been hard. I was telling you at the beginning of the call that today has been a hard day for me. Um, But it has been basically just like a discovery, right? It's peeling all of those layers. But I think it is when we lean to our spirituality that we truly get to see what life is showing us every single day. Like, what is it that we need to learn? How is it that I need to show up today 
so that I can fully take advantage of the lessons that I have, that I can gather with everything that is happening for me. So that is kind of like where I am starting again, you know, like trying to figure out how to serve in this way. Um, I have started a membership that basically uh, how the membership works is that we talk about a specific energy every single month. So to give you an example, in April, the energy was gratitude. So there's going to be four different um, content pieces that are sent out to the members. So the first content piece is a video lesson on the energy of gratitude and everything that this energy is here to show us and also understanding the other side of the coin of gratitude, right? It's specifically with the energy of gratitude to just because I'm talking about this example, um, we are talking about the, you know, the mindset of um, the lack of mindset, right? Or scarcity, so it's understanding the shadow side or the other side of energies that are here to support us. Um, and with that, of course, because practices are so important for me, then I give the members um, journaling prompts so that we can understand how we can truly embody gratitude or where we are not consciously noticing that the other side of, of the coin is showing up in our in our lives, right? So like, where am I having a lack mentality in my life, right? So like, there is, it's a, it's a gentle approach, but there's definitely a lot of reflection that goes with that. And then um, because the content goes every month and it's inspired by one specific uh, energy, then the second part of the, the content would be an affirmations audio. Then there's going to be a meditation audio. And then at the end of the month, we have a live meetup meet up where we talk about, you know, how we experience this energy and how having this new understanding and new, this new perspective of how that energy is here to support us and the other side of that and where have we identified that this is showing up so it's really cool I definitely love it you know every time that I uh, that we have the live meetup or that we are interacting I'm like this is definitely like I had never felt like this before mm -hmm. and I know you you took me through like a whole journey here of like a lot yes. of stuff. So I, <laughs> I like have a lot of questions. So I want to um, go back a little bit to the definitely of everything. And so I kind of want to know how did you, what were you feeling when you made that decision to say no to a profitable business? Because I definitely can relate to that because for me, we kind of have similar parallels in the sense where I actually had like a corporate um, catering and events company. So it did very well and it was successful in its own way, but it was not my true purpose in life, not my calling. And uh, clearly you are a very um, intuitive, spiritual being. So I know that I can tell that you're very in tune with yourself. And I'm actually curious if you know your human design. No, I did not. And I saw that you were talking about that. And I'm really curious now. So I, I'm just so in it right now because I've learned so much. And we kind of have similar personalities I hear when I was listening to your stories. So I was like, I wonder if she's a manifesting generator because 
that sign is supposed to have like multiple passions and that's kind of our life's journey to pursue multiple projects and where our yeah. passion life is that. So to go back to what I was saying, like how did you feel saying no to that? Because I think the listeners, maybe if they're going through a similar situation or anything, I would love to like dive deeper in that. Definitely. Well, I actually had this conversation recently uh, with someone else and there were a couple of things that physically I started to notice, which I think it's so important um, to understand our bodies and how our bodies are trying to communicate certain things that we perhaps are not so aware of. Um, I was definitely tired the whole, like all the time, every day, like I would literally come home and I would just stare at the ceiling. Like I had no energy to get up, to cook, to clean, to anything. Like really, it was a season of my life that I was like, oh, well, I guess this is what is to what it is to be 30. Or, oh, you know, I do a lot of, I, like I'm standing a lot. So like my job is demanding. Looking back, that was not it, right? It was my body was trying to signal that there was something that was not in alignment. Um, so that was one of the things that I physically felt and it was definitely a reason why I was like, this is not supporting my well-being because I was, again, I was having, I was having a lot of back pain. I have scoliosis and it, that really triggered, you know, all of the pains. Um, and honestly, I, I, at that point, what really helped me at that point was that I was always very responsible, as my accountant said, with my money and how much money I was making. I had the privilege to be able to save enough money that when I made that decision, I I knew I had a few months where I could just like sit back and kind of like figure out what I wanted to do. That's a good tip. And at the same time, I was, yeah. Yeah, like make sure you Yeah, yeah definitely. Some savings first before you make a major change and, you know, make a, it's a risk, but if you believe in yourself, it's worth it in the end. And clearly it is. So you, you can continue what you were saying though. No, yes, absolutely. And and I am someone that is very, uh, I'm, I'm a dreamer at heart. Like I think that anything is possible. Um, so I'm like very hope, like, like, you know, optimistic, like, so to understand or for you to point out like that is actually a good tip is really important because I wouldn't I wouldn't have made that part of the story important because I'm a dreamer right so I'm like oh anything would have been possible that really didn't make a difference but yeah it actually made a difference it gave me that peace of mind to say no I mean I I can take this take this month if, if I say no today I was also not fully stopping it because I was still going to explore the possibility of, you know, uh, doing more products and maybe wholesaling my products. Because at the same time as we had the wedding invitations, I had a small shop that had like thank you cards and wedding cards and stuff like that, but nothing that was personalized. So in a way that was kind of like my safety net, right? Like I knew... I knew that the shop was moving, you know, the shop actually kept us afloat during COVID when everyone canceled. Um, so I knew that that was probably not going to bring me like profit. At least we were going to break even. Right. Mm -hmm. So I knew that was going to sustain me for a little while. Um, so it was, 
it was definitely a really difficult decision to do, even though I had the safety net. Um, but I think this is what I told my friend the other day when we were talking about this. I think it just gets to a point where you have to review things as in your present moment instead of as the whole picture. Because mm -hmm. basically what I'm trying to say with that is, is that when we think about the big picture or like the long term, we can think of like many different scenarios of how we can make things work, right? Like, oh, I can possibly like hire someone else. And in the long run, you know, they can maybe take care of the wedding invitations. I had many different scenarios, right? In the long run, in the big picture. But when it came to the day to day, the present moment, asking myself in that moment, like, am I enjoying this today? The answer was always no. Mm -hmm. So I, it, it, that, at that point, I was like, if my day to day, the answer to am I enjoying this on a daily basis is no, how am I expecting to get a yes with all of these big ideas and possibilities I have that I could possibly make them work? I mean, I'm not going to go from having 10 or a or hundred no's, you know, like, no, I'm not enjoying this. A hundred days where I'm saying, no, I'm not enjoying it. I'm not enjoying it to build a yes. Like that's, that's not how it works. Right. So I had to really be honest, but like, I'm lying to myself thinking that there are all of these options where really the problem is not even that there are no options to make it work. Clearly, I'm having all of the ideas to make it work, but I don't feel like I have it in me. I don't feel like I like it. I don't feel like I'm enjoying it. So I cannot keep lying to myself. And yeah. what helped me at the, at the time was that I was dealing with a very important part of people's lives, right? Like a wedding is important, right? And I was diminishing that completely. To me, it was like, oh, you know, it got to a point that I was like, weddings are not even necessary. Mind you, I was never a big person into weddings. That's why I had like a, a, a small wedding. But mm -hmm. when it got to a point that I was even judging my clients for getting married, I was like, clearly I have a problem. Again, going back to like when I quit my other job, when I start to point fingers at everyone else and that's why I'm not enjoying it and blah, 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 like there has to be a point that I'm like, you need to stop and you need to be honest and point the finger at you. And what is it that is not working with you? Because it's not that your clients are doing something wrong. It's not, there's something that you are not okay with. Mm -hmm. So that was really what forced me in a way to just make a decision. Cause I was like, yeah, I cannot keep being delusional basically that things are going to work when I'm not enjoying it today. And also, blaming my clients for having an amazing wedding because that is creating stress on me like that's ridiculous so yeah so it got to a point that I was like I I need to do something <laughs> and did you face like any skepticism or like resistance from anybody that you know like a family a community of just like she's switching her focus too much or like maybe she's making the wrong decision because I definitely felt that way when it was like my choice. I'm like, everybody thinks I'm crazy or that I'm being, I'm being stupid or, you know what I mean? So I, I'm curious to know, like, 
it, did you experience that and like any advice you would give to someone listening that is also going or is nervous to make a change in their life because they're nervous about what others are going to think about them? I definitely experienced that. And actually, we would have to go back to 2019 for me to answer that question, because that when I was feeling that when I truly felt like, mm, I don't know if this is it. I don't know if I should keep going. And at the time, everyone around me was like, what do you mean? Like, this is so unique. Also, it was a very good point in my company where, again, we have the option. Like, should yeah. we grow? Or I was the only one that was thinking that a possibility was to close. No one else. No one else would even come close to thinking that I was, uh, you know, I was thinking that. So even, you know, like my closest friends. And what is important, I think, to remember here is that no one wants something bad for us, right? Like their suggestions, their advice, they're all coming from a place of either us and not wanting us to feel whatever they think we're going to feel, right? Or they're reflecting their fears on us, right? And or their aspirations, right? Because to me, for example, a lot of the feedback that I got when I started to question it was like, what do you mean? Like, what you have a gift, like you have a, a, have a gift designing, you have a gift creating invitations, like, no one has that gift, right? So today, I read that as people were reflecting what they hope they experience, right? So it was so hard for them to even think of the idea of letting that go. And to me, of course, listening to this, I I believed it, right? I was like, they're right. I mean, yeah, in four years, I was able to build a company to this place. Like, I started rationalizing everything, right? You start rationalizing everything that we have the evidence around us. So definitely, I experienced that. And what I would say is that, I mean, sooner or later, you're going to learn what your path is and where it's taking you. And and I actually want to reframe that. Your path is what you're living today, right? I, I personally believe that our purpose is not something that we go out and find, that our path is something that we need to figure out how to get to that. I feel like our purpose is here today. Our path is here today. It's in what we're experiencing. And what we are making out of that is really what is showing us where to go, right? But it's, it is it is really taking responsibility for what we're living today and fully embracing what it's bringing and the lessons and everything that is coming with it that we're truly going to feel like this is our path. Because when you get to squeeze all of the lessons out of that, there's no other way that you would have learned that. Or maybe there's a million ways, but this is the way that you learned it. So it had to be this way, right? So I guess like, I guess my, my what I would have to say, and maybe it's not what everyone would hope to hear is that if the fear of moving on from what you're doing or the fear to start something new um, is keeping you there, at least keep trying, but you don't have to really act on it right away because that fear is showing you that there are things that you need to learn too. So I would say don't stay still, right? Don't just like wait and, and hope for things to happen, but take action so that you can get that feedback from, 
from life of like, oh, is this is the actual path or this is probably just keeping me and going back to the main path, right? Like, I think that's the thing. There's a main road. There's multiple roads around that. And we can take those other roads. We're going to end up in the same way, but there's going to be a lot of different experiences, you know, around those. Yeah. So to me, today, looking back, you know, uh, the first conversation I had after I had to say no to invitations and all of that, I was like, you know, looking back in 2019, I made the wrong decision, right? Because I knew my heart was calling me to do something else. But then I was like, no, it was, it was the decision that I needed to make. It was the decision that I made. And because I made the decision two years later, I have no doubt whatsoever that this is the the new thing that I'm going to try the -hmm. thing that is giving me passion and in the last two years I've learned most of the lessons that I could actually bring to others right like that I could share with others in those last two years I grew in ways that I never really would have done it um so maybe I would have learned those lessons in a different way if I had gone if I had taken a different path in 2019. Um, But I think the lessons are going to find you. I think actually that is one of the things that is keeping us in this, in this feeling that we're not doing enough, that we're doing things wrong. And it's the actual belief that there's a wrong way to do things. You know, I love that you said that because um, like I was sharing earlier, I please take your human design test. Like, Right when we get off this call, I will. So curious of what um, energy type you are, because one of the main things for a manifesting generator is to kind of share, like we're supposed to go through this journey of life and be able to show people that we can change and that there's nothing wrong with changing your mind if any career path you're in or relationship, whatever it is. And I think people like you, like you doing that is such an amazing thing. And everyone listening to like learn from this, because we shouldn't feel bad for wanting to live life the way we want to, not based on others' opinions, especially society's opinion. And that's why I love when I got your DM, I was like, hey, I definitely want to talk to you because I, I, I just love meeting people like you who are not afraid to change their mind and like go down a whole different path. And so I just think it's, it's awesome. So I love this stuff, but I want to know now, I want to get into your community. So what are your future plans, aspirations for your community and kind of share with everyone here? I have so many dreams. <laughs> I have so many dreams and hopes. Um, <laughs> so with the community specifically, the membership that I'm working with, my my dream has always been collaborating with more people. Like I go to my yoga studio, for example, and I see all of the beautiful things and gifts that each one of us has to give others, right? Like my one friend, she not only is a yoga teacher, but she is uh, so creative and artistic. Then there's this other girl that... Um, she loves cooking and she loves bringing her gifts and service in that way. Then there's another one that, um, you know, that she does Reiki, like all of these other gifts, right? So in my head, because I am definitely someone that likes to see things, you know, like 
I'm also a Taurus, so we okay. are very physical, very. Um, so I, in my dreams, I would love to have in my membership, all of these other women collaborate and bring their gift to, you know, to others, right? It would be for me, like an honor to see them doing that because I, I have experienced in my own life what it is to create something from zero and seeing it bloom and be successful not only at the spiritual level but at the you know very earthly level um so i think that to me that would be really satisfying to see that i can help others do the same um but also because i have experienced their gift and i know what th those gifts brought to me i would love for my members to be able to experience that because we think that, you know, growing spiritually or learning more about ourselves or personal development is like this. It's almost like it's already, it has this heaviness to it, but it doesn't have to be, you know, it can be really fun. It can be really like curious and creative. Um, so I think that that to me would be my goal. Um, I'm doing a certification on um, meditation I love meditation, so I definitely want to explore a little bit more in that area. I would love to bring back the workshops or one-on-one -on -one teachings because when I did that, I loved it. I love connecting with people like at a personal level and like one-to-one. -one. Um, so definitely, that is something that I am I am working on, and. You know, everything else, I'm here, like, I'm open for the universe to guide me to where I need to go and where I need to serve. That's basically how I feel right now. I love that. And for everyone listening, where can they find your community and kind of share where they can connect with you and all that? Yeah, so on Instagram, I am not Otalora. Um, I can pro I can give you the links because I know it's not easy to pronounce or to understand. Yeah, and then on my website, nataliaotalora.com, um, I'll have all of the new things. You know, my membership is there. I have other stationary classes there. If anyone is interested in the stationary world, because again, I what I do appreciate about my path is that it brought me here, right? And creativity was really the way that I was able to find who I was. Um, so I think I love, you know, I love that. Um, I love creativity. I love what I did. And I love to teach. So all of those uh, resources as, are there as well. Uh, so yeah, so Instagram is the main thing and my website. Um, and I'm slowly trying to work on building a little bit more of social media and all of that. But that is overwhelming for me right now. <laughs> Believe me, I understand. It's it's like a it's a whole other job, especially when you are a solopreneur, you're doing everything yourself. So I completely understand. But my my last question, because we're running out a little bit of time. I've been wanting to now start like a little series, which I did on my last interview. I want to end the episode asking you, what does just begin mean to you? Wow. Um, I told you that I was having a hard time before having this conversation the whole day. Uh, I was struggling. And before our call, 
before our chat, I did a meditation, a guided meditation. And the guide said, what is it that you're trying to begin? Which was so weird because I was like, wow, it was, it was a meditation that had nothing to do. Like the description had nothing to do with this, but it said, what is it that you're trying to begin or, or that you're starting to do? And how are you approaching this? Are you allowing yourself to be a beginner? And I was like, whoa, okay. Well, that realigned me in, in two, in, with two words. So to answer your question, I think just begin means allowing ourselves to be students, allowing ourselves to be beginners, allowing ourselves to be underdogs, and to actually enjoy that process. Because it is in that process that we can find the most passionate moments, the most exciting moments of like trying to learn something. Um, so yeah, so it's giving ourselves the opportunity to to follow our heart. I, I think that. that is what it is. I love that response. And I think how amazing that that meditation said begin so many times and but I just I know. the universe is so amazing and how it's always like talking back to us so I think that is super cool that that happened I'm like so honored like awesome that it said that so yeah but um thank you so much for you know sharing your story with me and being vulnerable I feel like we can talk so much about so many different things so who knows, we can have a, a part two to this. I would love that. And maybe even go deeper into your community as you continue to grow it. But again, thank you so much. And I'll make sure. No, thank you. All the links to your accounts to make sure to follow you. So thank you so much for listening because I know I talked a lot. <laughs> no, it's okay. I, I, I love that when a, when a guest like has a, more to share, because sometimes I'm like kind of, pulling them like come on give me more information <laughs> like please so I appreciate <laughs> like how open and vulnerable you've been so um oh, yeah. thank you so much